Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto, and today is a very special episode of the Tony Soto Show. Now, listen, audience, I know you're probably very frustrated with me. You're probably very angry with me. There hasn't been a lot of consistent Tony Soto on the Tony Soto Show since the beginning of the pageant, and I want to apologize uh, but I also want to say that, you know, uh, it was pride. Everything's getting all crazy. You know, summer's here. And I do have a quick announcement that today is going to be the last Tony Soto show for at least two months. Uh, because, um, you know, I came in second place at that little pageant that I did. But the one thing I took away from that whole experience is that I really, really loved being on a stage that big. You know what I mean? I liked having an audience that size and I deserve it. So I am flexing my creative juices. I'm trying to get shit going and I'm going to attempt to write a one person show. That's right, one person, woman, whatever. Who knows what it's going to be at this point? But because of that, um, I'm going to take a, the, the summer break off of the Tony Soto show because let's face it, it's just me now, you know, just me talking into oblivion. You know, you could see that anywhere. Um, but because this is going to be the last episode for the foreseeable future, um, I figured I would make it a special episode. Now, I know that you all remember my past castmates. Uh, I've had many, worn them like hats and discarded them like socks, let's just be honest. But there's one in particular co-host that I talk to a lot, and that is Miss Maxwellina Esposita. And now Maxwellina has recently told me that, uh, that she and Diana DeLuna never got their finale. Apparently, I just up and dropped them. And frankly, I don't really remember <laughs> how it all ended. So I figure, since this is going to be the last Tony Soto show for a moment, why not have the old gang back, the oldest, newest gang back, to see what the fuck is up and what is going on? So without further ado, let me see how I can do this easy-like. I would like to introduce to all of you, once again, my former castmates and dear loves of my lives, Diana DeLuna and Maxwell Esposito back on the show. Oh my gosh, hi. hi. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. She I'm, thought she I'm, could I'm... just write us off. I'm back, you guys. You guys, I'm back again. That's what <laughs> oh my God. I've I've been doing a recap. I've been doing a deep dive into Tony Soto's show and listening to old episodes. And anytime I was away, even for a week, I would say I'm back. And Tony would always go, Where'd you go? Were you not here last week? And I'm like, Yes, girl, I wasn't here last week. How could you forget? All right. Well, let's sure. unpack some things, Maxwell, because you have been doing oh, oh, she got excited. <laughs> You have been you have been texting me an awful lot with little updates from past episodes of the Tony Soto show. 
Why did you go back and re-listen? What was what was the catalyst to going back and re-listening to that? Okay, so I started a new job. I am now an assistant to a very important person. And um, in my, you know, office time, I, you know, need to fill the space with sounds. And the Tony Soto show came up on my thing. And I don't remember what inspired it, but I, for some reason, wanted to take a trip down memory lane and listen to what I was talking about when I first started dating Taco Bay. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> so I went back and then I listened to like one of like the first episode where I showed up to talk about him. And I was like, oh my God, this is a mess and kind of a trip. Let's go back even further. And like, I've just been like bouncing around, checking in on episodes oh my gosh the other day I listened to the best saga when you told the story about how your friends were shot in the lift and they almost died you were telling the story and the best part was is you ended it with we just got fucked up and thank god they didn't die because if they did it would have ruined our trip to Mexico and then two weeks afterward you almost died or then two episodes after you almost died in Mexico, ruining and in, in turn ruining the trip for them. And now one of the and now one of those friends is famously dead. So, wait, you almost <laughs> died in Mexico. I mean, I don't like to talk <laughs> about it, Diana. You know, it's not something I like to talk about. I, it's I'm not sorry, something I, I like to harp on. Okay, I'm sorry. But, you know, it was interesting because I think the start of it, because, you know, I just announced that I'm going to be taking a brief hiatus from the Tony Soto show so I can work on other creative endeavors. And it was when I was in the throes of the pageant, I get a text message from Maxwell that says, LOL, you talking about uh, fundraising for, uh, or not using GoFundMes for pageants. And then it made me have to go on the Tony Soto show the next week and eat crow and be like, oh, I apologize. Yes, indeed. Uh, but my 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 thoughts have since changed on that because now that I am a pageant girl, I know what it goes into it. And truthfully, I would not have been able to do it without the fundraising from my community. So to everyone, I say thank you. And to everyone, I say, hey, do as many GoFundMes as you want for pageants. I get it. Um, but but she will not apologize. I did apologize. I said <laughs> I was sorry. I did. I said those words. Listen. Lots of lots has changed uh, uh, since y'all left. I'm I'm way more apt to apologize these days. But I mean, no, go ahead. I was gonna say there's been a lot of things you've. It's also been funny to hear the things you've said back then and then now. I mean, we we've been doing the show you and I together since like 2016, like 2017. So like, I mean, we've got some history on this show. I mean. I think you have made lots of comments saying you would never be a WeHo queen. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. You made jokes being like, I don't know you. You're from WeHo. <laughs> and now you are WeHo mama. It's crazy on how time can really make you look like an asshole. You know what I mean? But I what it. I wanted to talk about, because... Uh, Maxwell is the catalyst of all this because he told me how he was having a conversation with our 
newest castmate who you were only with us for how long were you with us diana like mm. you started mm. in I... october 2019 i listened to the first episode you were on today oh so you saw us through the this... whole pandemic oh yeah oh so listen i feel like we because like that was that was not an easy time for anybody and i feel like if you were with us during the pandemic so what like three years yeah, yeah, I mean, minus the time that we were unceremoniously cut from the show. Yeah. Well, see, and that's what I want to talk about. Maxwell had said that he had spoken to you and you said that you never got the finale. Tell me what, tell me what's on your mind, Diana DeLuna. Welcome back. Oh, oh, thank you so much. Well, yes, um, Maxwell and I had a cute little mall date and I just, I just thought it was weird, you know, that you, you let us go like a tech company checked our email one morning and we were no longer able to swipe in wait because like removed i don't really from recall. The Zoom chat removed i don't really i don't really recall how it happened like what did i do did i just well i'll tell you because it was just a couple days after first of all this is a guy <laughs> with the fucking memory that i wish he would just lose by the way <laughs> i mean I'll, I'll spare you the embarrassment of pulling up the email. I was going to say, it's not it. a memory, it's an email. It's, it is in documentation. And um, we, you had, I believe you, we were just told that you were going to be doing the show by yourself and we did not need to come on Tuesdays anymore. We were both very busy and you just wanted to take the show in a different direction. And we, right, we had some you. scheduling things, right? There was like some for scheduling sure. things. Sure, mm -hmm. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I, 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 I see it now because yeah, it got a little much for me to juggle when I was, when, when I'm responsible for my own self, that it's easier if I miss a show. <laughs> well, and we weren't, we, uh, I will say that we were also uh, quite prone known to uh, text you the day of and say we weren't coming. It was not necessarily like a, oh, we were missing. Do you have a mouse in your pocket? Who's we? <laughs> A little mousy, just in your pocket. Just no, I, I believe the two of us on a Zoom call. I believe there were some mommy brain episodes. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, we and, saw you through that whole uh, pregnancy. Oh yeah, my god. Okay, I'm gonna uh, say that's medical discrimination. Wait, wait, wait. This is honestly no. what I was let go of. And also, like, Listen. don't you have a teenager now? Like, isn't he like oh, yeah. up and voter. moving? How's how's motherhood like? I, I believe we saw you too, because because your kid made a couple appearances on the old Tony Sutter. Oh, yeah, show. Uh, yeah. He what, shit what, up his back once. What's it? Yeah, he shit on his up first his appearance. Back. I believe. Yeah. Shay, that was with Shay Meatball. Was the one who told me that he shit up his back because that's I was what we found out that Meatball was a nanny. Maybe yeah. No, maybe Shay that. No, that was, was Shay. Shay saw, oh, Shay saw the poop. Oh, that's right. That's so. Wait, how's motherhood? You know what? I love it with one child. With one child, that this is this is great. Anything more than that is just too much, and I don't understand so it. So is this it? Because oh, uh, yeah. you told me there wasn't going to be any, and so I was kind of banking on that, Diana. You know what I mean? The childless, cool Diana. Well, now I've experienced it. You know, I've done it. It's like doing ecstasy for the first time. It's just like, oh, it was fun, but it's not really for me. It's not made for me. It's so many people enjoy it, right? So many people enjoy rolling. And to me, it just makes me a little nervous. You know and who that... doesn't like it? Maxwell. Maxwell's not fun. Because like, I get, I, you know, I typically have some pretty good Molly. And when I give Molly to Maxwell and I see him still grimacing through it, I'm like, what a waste. 
Um, so wait, what about motherhood do you hate? It's not that I hate anything about it. It's that why would I do the hardest parts of it again? <laughs> He's awesome right now and he continues to get better and cooler and easier and uh, more uh, flexible with my lifestyle. But I like looking back, uh, Maxwell, if you listen to those early episodes of me coming back from having him, I was like a postpartum anxiety. Like yeah, it wasn't easy. Yeah, yeah, it was not yeah. easy. Yeah. And I was tired and scared. And I'm finally feeling normal. The, the moisture is coming back to my face. Like I'm able to sleep. I'll never do that part again with a scary little human who can't do anything. How old is he now? He's going to be two in September. He's one of my favorite things on Instagram. So I like him. I like him. He's smart and funny. And if I tried again, I probably like you probably wouldn't be that good. He wouldn't be as awesome. Oh no, they just get worse. And he's going to be so much happier by just as an only child. Don't listen to anybody that says siblings make it better. He will just be happier alone. And resources, resources. But is he a social kid? Is he a social kid? Like, like, because the thing is, is like, you know, even people with one dog need to have a, uh, their dog needs to be able to hang out with other dogs. Can your dog hang out with other dogs? Oh, my kid goes to school. My kid is the king of daycare. He's the youngest one in daycare. And when he arrives, everyone takes his bag and his coat and they like shake his hand. No, he's, he's great. He's a little politician. He's lovely. He doesn't need a sibling. So when did it start getting easier, Diana? Like when did you when did you feel the switch? Because when you like- started walking. When you started walking and could do things independently from my body. Like yeah. my body didn't have to move his body. Yeah. You know? Um, and now that I don't breastfeed this kid anymore, it's like you're an adult. We made it through the like I never wanted Wait, when did to you stop doing that? Like again. a while ago, right? Like you weren't one of those having like your walking toddler coming up for your tit, were you? We stopped three weeks ago. <laughs> wow. That means he <laughs> walked up to you like this at one point. Well, I stopped. I decided to stop the first time he came up to me and he said, Bibby. And I was like, oh no, it's over, it's over. I don't want you to say booby. Oh, did it remind you of all your boyfriends in college? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> booby, yeah, booby. That is disturbing and hilarious at the same time. Well, now, Maxwell, you have you. become you have become an executive assistant. Uh, you've listen. You have run the full gamut of employment here in Los Angeles. Like you have had you if there is one thing I can oh, say I about Maxwell is that she has a tremendous work ethic. Even when she's unhappy, she makes it work until she finds something else. She's never one of those bitches who will like just up and go. Um, have you ever up and went from a job like not having anything lined up? Um, when I worked at Andrew Christian, my first job in LA, when Ugh, I was yeah, doing well, he's the worst. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I actually really liked Andrew. I thought working, he was a really great guy, and I really enjoyed all my experiences with him. And clearly, um, he's still a reference on your resume. Yeah, obviously, you don't want to burn any bridges, <laughs> any handsy bridges. Um, No, I I didn't have any bad experiences with Andrew himself, but the company that the people that work at his company, I could definitely say things about, but we don't need to. But I did leave that to just be an Uber driver. 
Uh, I mean, oh, that was like, fine. I did leave that just to be an Uber driver because it was paying me more and it was outside in the sun and their office had no windows. So I do, ha- I do um, have I did, to... Go ahead. I did up and leave that job. But other than that, no, I mean, I've not really had much luxury to do that anywhere else. Well, my yeah. husband hired you for a project and he said that you were a joy to have and that everybody on set just loved you. Oh my God, they took his bag, they shook his hand every day he got there. They did, oh, they did, they loved me. Yeah, that was so fun. I mean, yeah, I've really done some random ass shit and I'm I'm pretty happy to be where I'm at right now, work-wise. I really like the people I'm working with and for. Um, so yeah, things are really great. We, you know, we're doing our party every week. You know, oh, I was going to say, this might be the first time that I've seen Diana in some, in some time, but I mean, I've kind of made you my boss since it's all been said and done. Like you kind of run the Tony Soto show empire. <laughs> I mean, not known so i mean <laughs> yeah i mean i i've had this conversation a few times i was like listen if i ever get like any busier where it gets to a point where i feel like i'm actually juggling things i mean i wouldn't be opposed to having maxwell be my manager only because i know that he doesn't have a problem well he has he knows how to uh uh, get his way by making it seem like it was my idea to get his way. Like there's been skill. many situations where I've looked skill. back where I've like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's what Maxwell wanted in the first place. <laughs> you would be the great, the greatest mother to a toddler. That is exactly <laughs> what you need to do for a toddler. <laughs> I mean, I'm really great. I've learned I'm really great at liking anything and anyone for money. So you know, it's great. It's great. I, you know, I have so much fun. Yeah. Once I was let go from this show, I was like, well, how do I keep Tony in my life weekly going forward? How do I get me, you know, since we aren't doing the podcast anymore, I need him around once a week, you know? Well, you know, I mean, it's funny, Maxwell. You should I go haven't... back and listen. You should I go have, back and listen to some episodes there. Well, I haven't heard you, you really say. really do miss Tony. If you're just I haven't that. heard you say, well, she misses the podcast. She likes, she likes to have a little platform so she can say her words and whatnot. Notice I've not heard her say a single thing about a newer episode of the Tony Soto <laughs> show. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed we haven't oh. heard a single word about any of those gems? Now, I Diana, did listen to you apologize about uh, pageants. I did, because you told me I should, so I did. <laughs> and I did listen to a couple of the ones by yourself. I loved the episode of you and Sherry Vine by yourself. I love Sherry Vine. But listen, now, Diana, you're a mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you working? Are you, still un- are you still a unicorn? Like, what are, what are we doing on that front? Are yes. you a stay-at-home mother now? <laughs> the writer's strike. How's yes. like that going on with your family? So I'm still, I'm a full-time unicorn because of this writer's strike. I am selling those unicorns and those princess poofs all over the place. I am, you know, a weird way I, really to pimp. Did, <laughs> I really did try to quit, but every time I try, she just makes it so much easier. Like I can't go back to an office. I can't just go try to get a job. It's just not going to work. So yeah, I'm working full time from home. Um, she's back out in these streets trying to make stand up happen again. Book me on your show. 
I've wow. been and trying to get out of my house and just go somewhere where I can talk for a few minutes and no one can ask me any questions. Have you done anything yet? Wonderful. Have you done yeah, I did a show downtown in Bar at Bar Franca. I've just kind of been trying to get up and go to Mike's because you should hit I'm up doing, Lisa, shouldn't you? Do, you know what? Okay, so I got a tape at a show that I did that's like really good. I know the tape was good because it was a good show. But the girl keeps forgetting to send it to me. And you know when you Ooh. just can't be like, hey, for the third time. You know what I mean? And I feel bad. Did they film it? Contact. They did film it. Okay, here's the, here's the thing. Uh, attention show creators, especially stand-up. Like, I've heard that this is like a new thing they're doing now where they're like at, at shows they're actually filming it for you. So that way you have clean stuff for the for the talk and whatnot. Fucking have it done. If you're going to offer it, don't make people come looking for it. Like I have this issue with photographers, you know, the same way. It's like, it's like they'll wait to get, not Paul Brickman. Paul Brickman is a consummate professional and I love him. But like other photographers, like it's like you you wait forever to get the photos. And it's like, mm -hmm. if you're going to offer the photos, if it's an offer, then you should have a quick turnaround. So that way we can tag you and whatnot. But like, especially for standups, if you're going to offer this, which is a great offer. I love it. I love shows. Love it. I think it's important because no one's, I, I wish that like, I wish that I had like a camera for learn the words bitch set up somewhere so I could just capture what I say when I host because I feel like that's very important. So kudos to do it, but get the shit to it. Have you had to ask or are you just waiting? Uh, this is going to be, if I ask again, it will be the third time that I've asked. And it just... Maxwell, what do you think? Maxwell, do we ask again for the third time? Did you pay them or they paid? There was no like... money exchanged. There was no, that's, that was just a part of their show that they were offering and... And how long ago was this show? Are you asking the photographer, like, the person? Like three months ago. Like that's unacceptable. Ago. You yeah. should have. It. Is it? Yeah, is and it I don't person? know if it's kind of personal. Maybe she just doesn't like me. Maybe she just doesn't like me. And I'm kind of like like thinking that, and I don't want to push it. Like I don't want to make it awkward. Maybe I just show up to their next show, and she just sees my face. Yeah, is with there, your like, kid. Stop with your <laughs> kid. My question is, is who are you asking? Like, are you asking? Um, I'm asking the person you, who runs, who produces the show. Okay. Cause I was like, maybe ask the videographer. Oh, I don't even know who that is, but you know, I guess the point is I should just be getting more on film. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing, you know, I, I have all these connections through standup, but I'm doing totally new material now, like completely different. So I feel better reaching out and being like, Hey, this is what I'm working on. Can I do your show yeah. instead of, Hey, remember me? Trust me. I'm still funny. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that you should reach out to the connects that, you know, definitely yeah. like, cause you know, like go to a chatterbox fucking mic. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've done chatterbox. That's another it's the one. best I did, mic. I, well, I've done the show. I've done the Sunday show before and I would love to reach out to Steve, but not empty handed. Not with yeah, nothing. That's true. I, you know. I, but, but listen, I'm in an acting class right now with Steve. So I could ask. Oh, for are you? you? Yeah. We're taking oh, thank it. You. Yeah. 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 I would, I would totally do it. Oh my it. gosh. That'd be great. Well, listen, we, seen, yeah. we're coming to the, uh, like, well, we're, we're right in the thick of pride month. Like everything is so unbelievably gay. Um, now, Maxwell 
How has your pride been? Have you been proud? Has anyone called you the F slur? Um, Taco Bay calls me that daily. So yes, yes, I have been. Um, pride was fine. I mean, I did, it, the weather here has not been very joyful here. Oh, it's so been lovely. I've not wanted to be basically naked outside in a I Heart Blowjobs t-shirt, you know? So it's like been really hard to get pride. But like I Like the day I did I... this, it was cloudy, overcast, and cool. And that's why I drank so hard. Well, it was just great. Okay. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. I, I've lived for this June gloom, May gray, mm-hmm. and grapeful. I've loved it. Well, well, I've been depressed. So um, I saw my <laughs> <Mariah laughs> stallion and I saw Mariah Carey. And oh. um, I definitely, this was actually, aside from DTLA Proud, that happens in August, this was my first LA Pride experience. I've never been to WeHo Pride. I've never been to the, this new LA Pride um, that they were doing. This is the first time. And I will say, I will not do that again. Um, but <laughs> it was um, quite iconic to see Mariah Carey. Um, but How'd she do? I mean, I thought she was great. I thought she sounded amazing. Um, I mean, according to the true fans, like some people said that it was like she looked a little confused. I guess she tried to cancel last minute. So um, there was some of that, but like everyone I talked to that was, they were like, just like, I can't wait to see her do nothing and hit one note and we all live for it. And I'm like, why are you guys underestimating this woman? Like, why can't she just come and do her job? Because they're because they're thinking about when she during that time. See, this is the same thing with like the whole right. Britney thing. Everyone has that 2008 fucking picture, so they don't want to think about anything else. They want to think about when they were a mess. And the thing is, is like Mariah is a fucking diva, and um, honestly, An icon has stepped her pussy up uh, since that moment. Well, you know? and, and can can we appreciate that people? Some people's talent is effortless. Do you know what I mean? That she yeah. could shit those notes out. You know well, what I mean? Thing is, it's like, all- look, let's be real. Her. She's a woman who is, who, who is in fact aging. And those notes are not something that you're going to get until the day she dies. I'm sorry. That's a lot of fucking work. You got them when you got them. You ungrateful fucks. You should just appreciate and download her old fucking music and listen mm-hmm. to it. And it's prime and don't expect it on stage. And I mean, I think there's also something to be uh, said too that some people are just recording artists. You know, some that. people, like their me. art form I'm not is a live thrown... singer, but you put me in a studio. Yeah, some people really throw down in the studio and make really great music and um, you put them on stage and they are a tuna fish. They can like make just... anyone sound good. We've watched enough RuPaul's Drag Race to know that they can make anyone sound good post-edit, you know? Now- uh, Diana, mm-hmm. uh, your first and only child, mm-hmm. old enough to be read to. Have you taken oh, yeah. the boy to any drag queen story hours? Are you no. like, what's pride <laughs> like for you now? Uh, I thought you meant Pasadena. Isn't it a little heated there? Don't they, aren't they, aren't they like a little conservative over in that area? I don't think in Pasadena is a conservative area, but I do think the greater San Gabriel Valley is like a very, Catholic old SoCal kind of feel. So yeah, I do think I'm probably in a more conservative area. Um, I have not taken him to a drag queen story hour, but we are reading pride books. We just went to the library yesterday and picked out a bunch of pride books. And I'm reading a book called Rainbow Parenting, which is a new book that's out um, 
by a friend of a friend of mine, and it's about raising queer children and their allies. And I'm about halfway through it, and it's very good. So, um, so your journey is like, because like you're at a really interesting part part now with motherhood because like. Um, you don't know if you're raising an ally or if you're raising a queer person. So like, I am raising a dancer, though. Regardless, oh. this child just there was a lot of legendary in the wound because <laughs> everybody comments on this child's dancing. Everybody really like what do you it. like? What kind of dancing does he just rock out to shit? Or he dances he to anything, but he does a lot of footwork like fine moat like footwork um and then Got a lot it. of closing his eyes like to dynamic things closing his eyes so he's really gonna like sierra when he gets older I mm, get yes i can definitely see that i, I mean i see i see Janet. some movement exercises mommy son movement exercises you channeling your columbia college education oh my god it's finally getting its worth i mean do you see why I kind of want to homeschool him? Oh, what? What? Wait, wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. How dare you? How dare you bring that up? How dare uh, I slip so that little bomb in the there? Show. Yeah, keep my husband employed. Send him to school. <laughs> Maxwell, did you just hear what she said? You want a home? First of all, I don't know with all the drugs that you've taken in your life that I necessarily need you uh, educating. Oh, but Taco Bay can work in the public schools. He's an old nerd. Yeah, I don't know how cool ta Taco Bay I was. Mean, I, feel, I feel like Taco Bay was a late in life cool guy. I don't know that he was uh, cool when he was younger. Well, I was a, I, and, that, know, and, I, and I've not been told anything. Up. I'm just getting that on pure vibes. <sighs> you were a good time gal. I'm still a good time gal and I can raise good so time much, kids. But, but we had so much fun at the mall. But why homeschool them? Why won't, why wouldn't you want them to have the public school experience? I think it's important. I know that it's scary. I know yeah. that it's a scary uh, thing for parents now because of violence and whatnot. Yeah. So, I hear so, that. so two things. So yeah, the, obviously there is the, I just don't, I just scared, right? Yeah, I'm just sure. scared. Um, and, and along with that, Mason and I are both naturally anxious people. Can you imagine putting a naturally anxious person into a position where they have to think about getting shot every day and do and do drills about it? And can, you know what I mean? So that's very heavy. In the non-heavy part of it, in the just for me, the logical part, why am I gonna send my child somewhere eight hours a day, eight hours a day, to go hang out with only people their own age, be told not to talk, be told, you know. That's in important. The, they should know not to talk on occasion. But, but then, but the argument for homeschooling is, well, what about socialization? There is no point in their life where they're ever going to only have to learn how to socialize with people their own age. All that does is like create a soup for them to bully each other. Which is important. To, look, look. <laughs> Here's Do you think the thing. that this gave us our strengths or I'm, that yes, this gave us absolutely, our, our the absolutely. things that we're working I on? I think that I am the person I am today because I was forced to be in a social situation with peers my age that didn't necessarily like me. It fucking made me able to uh, control who I was and I learned to have a wit and I learned to be able to like, I think it is very important, but, I, but look, not a parent. So I'm never going to tell people how to parent, but I'm going to tell you. I don't care how progressive the parents are. 
fucking homeschool kids have a look about them, all right? There's a look about them, and it's just a little detached. And well, that's- get ready, boo boo, because these pandemic babies. Now I see dead eyed kids running around my neighborhood like crazy. Now just running in the walls. I went, ah, pandemic did a thing because they weren't around other people. What do you, I want to know. Max, I'm, not trying you- to, I'm not trying to raise no 40 hour a week drones who listen to authority and don't question adults and think that they're stupid because they can't learn with 30 children going wild in a room. I mean, girl, all right, listen, I will be the first to tell you if your kid is slow eyed, though, I will. I'll be like, listen, he looks a little homeschooled. <laughs> so you got to fucking social, you got to socialize him. If you want, I'll just come over and push him around every once in a while, honey. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to bully your kid. I mean, he goes to, he goes to his little school now and, you know, and that's fine. And we'll I mean, maybe you should do just little do things maybe like that. Should. Maybe you should just get a little community of other, you know, yeah. uh, uh, granola parents and make yourself a little house in the dance moms. Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can be a dance mom. Provide vaccination records. Oh it's yeah, still, no, no. I still want vaccinated children around my child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Well, listen, this is the thing. Parenting is exhausting, and I don't envy you at all. So good luck with your choices. <laughs> I told you, then you only have to fuck up once. If you only have one kid, every mistake is just the last time you made that mistake. Yeah, because I just watched a, Men- a Men- Menendez documentary, and if it was just one, those parents would still be alive. Yep, yep. But they would have never hatched that plan on their own. That second one was like, hey. <laughs> Well, listen, Maxwell, Diana. Yes. We have come to the end of the show. Now, Maxwell. Mm, That's it? I know. Do you see how quick it is these days? So fast. Whoa. We're out. I feel like the guests on our, the back in the day, they'd be like, it's over. Yeah. Like, when do we take our break? (laughs) Where are the listener questions? I know. Well, listen, justice for the listener questions, but that was the first thing to go uh, the moment that I let you guys go, apparently. Wait, but listen, hey, would you guys like to come back uh, uh, after I I write this fantastic one-person show? Um, and then you, you can come back yes. and, and tell me some more things. Because listen, I like to know what's going on in your world. Diane, I haven't seen you since uh, I had a little uh, a cookout in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was, I don't even know how long ago that was. That was like I mean, last need, summer. Oh, see, well, we summer's discuss, back, baby. Yes. We need to come back. We need to discuss current events. I need to know what your guys' opinions on our Titanic submarine. Like, come on. Like, there's And so I kind much of need to know what's happening with Brittany. Is Brittany on meth? I heard Brittany's on meth. What? Or, but, wow. but that also First could be all, something that listen. they're making up wow, about you, her. You can't just, I feel like they're lying about her. That's how right we're gonna. That, we that's the. the <laughs> you can't say. Well, listen, guys. I guess we just have to leave with whether Allegedly. or not Britney's on meth with no more follow up. Besides that, that's the first I'm hearing of it. But honestly, ellipses question mark. I only know about Britney because you guys were telling me about Britney. So once you guys were gone, I was like. Mm. although i do say she's not getting near enough press now and i'm like so wait is she okay but now i'm worried uh maxwell why why don't you tell people where they can find you on social media 
Well, you guys can send all your listener questions for our next visit to the Tony Soto show at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to talk about because apparently we'll be back. And I they just, can go to the website wait. now. They can go to the website. Oh, to oh yes, there's, a comment, there's a comment box. It's so easy. Tommy, Tony made it uh, a boomer proof. So everybody can comment just in the box, just in the box. Um, you can keep up with me on social media. I am still at Max Wasposito on the two things that are important, Instagram and TikTok. You can also follow me on Twitter, still at me underscore LGBTina. I'm not doing a lot on the, any of those things anymore, but I do look good. I like always look good. So there's on, that. So. On the Twitter. Yeah. I don't, I don't miss the Twitter. Um, Diana. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, uh, your social media relationship journey too. And my recap has been so funny. You have been on and off all the websites all the time. I'm listening and you to never you miss them. Yeah. I'm quitting. Tw- you quit Twitter for a while. I'm off of it know. now. I haven't been on it forever. Well, no, but you quit before and now you, you were back and then you, now you're off. And then, I mean, then there was the ceremony of your funeral for your Facebook. I mean, it's so good. You should really go back and listen. I mean, we were a mess. I mean, when Rachel Sanders and Lucy Sanders, oh, it was so good. Dusty balls. It was such a good show. I mean, we gave content for years, you guys. Oh my God. Sorry, Diana. This is your outro. I've been enough of me. Diana, tell us about you. Um, Well, I'm also constantly trying to quit social media, but you can send me all your questions about parenting and being a party girl, et cetera, to, ooh, what is my at? Because I haven't had to say it out loud in a long time. Uh, Diana and triple E Luna. No, Diana, Diana D, yeah, triple E Luna. Yeah, uh, at Instagram or how do you do? Yes. Oh dot my com, God. Dot com. We just watched the most insane wreck I've ever seen. About it. Are you on the talk? Are you on the talk yet, Diana? Are you mm, exploiting? I snoop the talk. I Why aren't you exploiting that child on the talk? Um, Because he's a child. Well, he needs to be tappa, tappa, tapping. He's very Saturday. cute, but I am not putting that face on until he's union. That kid needs a union to get for that face to be paid. Oh, I don't it's see him blurred on the gram. Because um, oh, all my stuff's private. Oh, she's oh. private. I mm-hmm. oh. I'm private. Ain't nobody I love private. a private. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, listen, guys. I'm very uh, private, if you ask me. <laughs> this is going to be the last Tony Soto show for at least until the until August sometime. Um, because I am really, really going to try to work on becoming uh, a stage actress. Um, but in the meantime, keep up with me. Of course, every Wednesday I do Battle Babies in West Hollywood at Stash, 10 p.m. Uh, learn the words, bitch. We're having our eight-year anniversary on July 10th uh, with our guest judges, Joel Kim Booster and Solomon Giorgio. So mm. come out for that. That's going to be a fun time. Eight years, Maxwell. Um, I know. And uh, you can just, if you want to know what is going on with me and drag, go to Tony Soto Productions on Instagram. If you want to just keep up with this old bitch, I am the Tony Soto Show on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I, I'll see y'all. This has been fun. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. We'll have more oh, of these two again when we come us. back mm-hmm. from time to time. It's just nice to have other voices in the room on occasion. So we'll see more of these two in the future, we're sure. 
but in the yes. meantime, happy Pride. Have a good summer. And I will see you when I see you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Bye. 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 Missed you so much. <laughs>